we're back, everybody. Even more excited than when we had to re-cut this in. 35. We are still unsymptomatic. Max Cambria, <laughs> John Peroni. We're part of the 60 to 40% of the world that hopefully won't get it. Isn't that a crazy? Didn't did you hear that? That's supposed to be like forty something percent, right? That are supposed Katie to. Katie Porter's it? sister. Katie Porter is the congressman who did the whiteboard, uh, like video um, that went viral. It was about her calculating the cost of a of a test and why it should be free for everybody. Her sister's a a board certified Texas physician in Texas. Yeah, Texas physician obviously would be in Texas, and she went did her own white paper video. Um, about how many she, how many could get infected in the United just in the US and she said she used the numbers 40 to 70%, right? And that it would be like she said on a on a conservative estimate 150 million. That's a lot, bro. That's wild. And that one in 50 people of that <clears throat> could die based because she was using the numbers for, for for ventilators that are needed in critical cases. Said only twenty percent of those forty to seventy percent are going to be critical cases, like hospitalization required. Okay, and of that twenty percent, this many are going to need ventilators. It comes out to like, <clears throat> and then she did how many ventilators they have in the U.S. and she said like not even close. A lot of people are donating them now. now right, though. like a lot of like big companies are donating Yo, like strictly a couple thousand. Mark Zuckerberg donated something like like hundreds of thousands of uh, masks that he said he of his of their private Facebook's private like supply of them. I'm like, bro, just an internet company with medical masks? Why? That wasn't just from the private stash of money that they bought the masks for? He it said from private supply. Like, I don't know. I didn't read that's the whole article. It was fucking Now that that does bother me if that's accurate the way you that you say. Mark Zuckerberg would be the type of guy that just have those though. Maybe. I can't say that Mark Zuckerberg is the type of guy for anything because I have no way to read his personality at all. He well, has, he's a robot, he has, for exactly. sure. That's so it's whoever created him. I feel like I know like nothing about him other than Facebook because of that. Well, Facebook and privacy concerns, I guess. He owns Instagram now. Well, Facebook does. Does he still own Facebook? Like, does he yeah. still... I don't know if he's on the board. I don't know if he's on the board, but he owns... Is he, like, the, let's find out. the largest shareholder? I've, oh yeah, that's a good. They'll they'll be able to tell us. How I much think percentage. he is because he's the one like answering to Congress, like in all those those uh, not meetings. I don't know what the word is, but where he's been in, getting questioned been, by yeah, that like getting, hard yeah testimony about using people's uh, data for shit that wasn't intended. That's crazy, bro. I I know all about that. I like had to look into it for school. I don't know. I'm starting to become one of the people that just doesn't care if the Alexa is listening to me all the time and like recommending products that i might want based off of me he saying owns, it out loud he owns like 30 percent. I'm, I'm slowly like i'm not gonna care in a couple of years i could tell you should care I know. um you'll they, care they you'll, you'll care when they the next it. big case happens for that like when the next you know something in the news catches media attention and people start caring but zuckerberg owns only 29.3 percent of facebook's class a stock well that's for sure the highest percentage, like I, I bet nobody else has even close to twenty nine percent of it. No, probably not. No single person or entity. <sighs> so what's been going on with you since the last time we recorded? Um, 
still working at a grocery store. We talked about that. It's still crazy. I thought it would be more calm than it is, but it doesn't matter, bro. Off the truck, our toilet paper is gone. Like, it's just bought. It's just everything. Hand sanitizer, hand wipes. So, I does, guess good Does that bad. come at, like, a certain time every day or every other? Like, uh, do you know? Three it's supposed to come three times a week, and it gets here way before the store opens. It's like, gets it gets here on the, a pallet of other th things they ordered. Yeah. And uh, so it's gone within the first half hour. In, and when it's put on the shelf, although now we do elderly hours, do they just take it all? People, no, they don't take it all. They they already had a lot because elderly people just do um, for toilet paper. They take what they need, maybe a little extra, but they already had a supply, bro, in their closets. Trust me. And uh, people, regular people, can come in at nine or whatever and buy like eleven, bro. It's gone. It's not that Even bad, with limits. No, with limits too, bro. Like, you can only take certain amounts. Oh, shit. You're right. Because now all the stores are doing that. That's wild. We only let people take two milks now. I this guy like came in for 20 yesterday. We told him no. I liked what you were saying the other day when I when I saw you at Whole Foods talking about how you guys have to wipe down everything, like, oh, all the God, time. Yeah. Like, you're just constantly wiping shit like, down. Yeah. Because I was thinking about it. Like, if I'm quarantining the right way, the one place that I still have to go store. is the grocery store. Yeah, but it's the only place and the US is aware of that. <clears throat> and we received guidelines from New York about the minimum of what we have to do to 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 clean uh the the store and then on top of those guidelines were also imposed on us probably from internal like Whole Foods people Up or just or just our leader of additional steps that we're taking um as well. So I know that there's guidelines out there. So the state probably knows like Wegmans probably bro is 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 doing the same thing with really strict cleaning. Ours is like every hour though. Like people will be walking around cuz there's periods of craziness and periods of lull where there's nothing to do cuz it's Dude, when it's I gone. walk into Whole Foods, it is dead yeah, it's all dead. the time. Like I was talking to somebody from uh the city, like New York City. And they were saying the Whole Foods, like, every day, no matter when you go, it's is crazy, packed. bro. Yeah. It's like Weg how Wegmans is here. Right. So is this considered, like, a, a failure of a Whole Foods? Because it kind of feels like it. Buffaloes? Yeah, it feels like it. Buffaloes. I don't know. I don't know the exact stats. I, we all know. It's no secret that Buffalo's Whole Foods performs worse. Not the worst of all the Whole Food chains. I think it might be third. Who knows? In the Third worst in the country? Yeah. In That's terms of just wild. numbers. Uh, um, That's brutal. But they've been increasing since the store opened, on a on like like a steady pace, like trajectory, like almost no decreasing. So right now, right before this, bro, right before this this quarantine, all the employees had the the notion, even me, who had only been there for a year, that like a year ago and and then was like two completely different ballparks in terms of tra traffic, just foot traffic. That's good. And they then they're building that. To stay open. Amherst approved that huge plaza, bro. I don't know if any anybody they who listens that, to right? this has you know construction constantly going around in their city. But Buffalo always does, and the suburbs around it always do. That's going to be major brands that aren't in the in Buffalo yet, bro. Like what? Like the the brands are here, but not home stores. LL Bean doesn't have a store in Buffalo. That's going in. They did, I thought. I don't know. They I might. Oh, they might near the Tony Tony Walker Plaza. Yeah. somewhere in there. No, um, no, no, which, not by the that. Way, I was talking about business. Oh, I'm, I might be thinking of Orvis over uh, Warby Parker for glass, sunglasses, and glasses. Yeah, they're a made, they're a big company. 
um, station house something with a number in it. That's What's like, that? I don't know. It's apparently it's other places, but it's new to Buffalo. And I was like, I don't know what the hell that is. They're going to green space, all that strip mall, not a strip mall, but like, you know, there's going to be very big department stores and I don't know. Oh, a public espresso is going there. Although that's not new to Buffalo, but I like them. Have you ever really? been to a public espresso? No, but I'm going to be, if it's that close to work, I'm for sure going to be over there. Cause I'm an espresso yeah. guy at heart. They're they're good, bro. They're good. They can do good food. It's a little pricey. It's a little spendy. You're gonna. You're Where's gonna the other one up. in Buffalo? Uh, it's at the bottom of. Um, is it? It's not Hotel Henry, is it? Oh, then I. It's, yeah, it's I connected to a hotel. Um, like the bottom floor of it. Uh, what hotel? I've been there like three, four times. It's not the Curtis. Nope. People host events matter. there. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, it's gonna be big. For Whole Foods thinks it's going to be like going to increase traffic to them, which it probably will to some regard. I'm annoyed that Whole Foods doesn't have more traffic, not on a sense of like I want it to be busier because literally the only reason I go there is like I'll pay the premium that Whole Foods charges just for the ease of getting in and out quickly and like not having to park far away. And it's just like a really pleasant experience overall. Um, other than the workers, pretty shitty. What? Um, what are you talking about? I treat you like a king. You come in. I treat you like a king. You come yeah, in. you were like walking me around the store I the other day, like, like showing me like the best stuff. I was enjoying that. I was just kidding though. There are some weird workers. This one lady who was really pushing uh, like samples of whatever the fuck was going so hard, and I did not want to try whatever it sample was. Sample lady. Sometimes those aren't ours. They come in from their own company. Yeah, she brand. was like older. Who? What was the sample? I have, don't. All I know is I didn't want it. That well, she, I really she, didn't want it. All right, yeah. Sometimes you just got to just keep walking. But I take a lot of it, obviously, because I work there. I, I pulled do, her off on the molly hard. I, I was like, hey, she might actually want to try that. Samples. <laughs> I take samples of products, uh, and regardless of where You're I am. You're a big sample guy. Huge sample like. guy. Why, why, uh, why buy something if you can sample it first? That's fair. I tried this cheese the other day. I wouldn't have, you know, liked it in case. I do I do hate buying new things just on the off chance that I hate it and then I'm wasting money. Well, you could return it, but that's a lot. No, not on like food things. Oh. I'm talking about like when I go to the store and I was like, Max, what's the best uh, mac mac and cheese over here in a box? Because I was looking around and realizing that they don't got like, craft mac and cheese. And I realized we I've do, never had other boxed mac and cheese in my life. Yeah. Because my mom makes like real mac and cheese, like right, good shit. Home baked, yeah. But I'm not going to be able to make that here. And I just need like dry goods that can like last stay a good. while. Yeah. I just, you know, quick for to eat. Quarantine shit, you know? Quarantine food. And like I was, I would have, bet, I would have felt very trepidatious going into just picking a random it's new could, mac and cheese. The thing about stores, like Buffalo has had the same grocery stores in the area for such a long time. The thing about something new coming in is that they're the brands there. Like I, bro, I don't know. I'm, I'm no expert. I still don't know all the brands we carry. There's brands in there that I've never even heard of, bro, until I saw them there. So like that's why Whole Foods and other. Um, like it's like walking into like an Asian supermarket. Like you, I'm not exposed to those brands very often because it's obviously it's a lot of Asian uh, food supply. But I I wouldn't be aware. Like as an Asian restaurant owner, you you obviously would know like what brand is better for your restaurant of ramen noodle or what brand is better like that. Like it's just exposure, bro. The brands that come in, are, I've Wegmans certainly didn't start to carry a lot of the brands we carry until after we came in because things like the burgers that are made from plants and and uh sausages that are made from plants the really popular brands like beyond meat or impossible um so wegmans wasn't aware of those 
which now Wegmans carries one of the top brands that we don't carry that competes directly with this other top brand that we carry and they don't. And so they were smart for doing that. But, you know, Beyond Meat versus Impossible. <clears throat> they both are pretty big competitors. They're pretty big burger, plant-based burger companies or whatever. But those brands would not be in Buffalo without. I mean, eventually, because I guess different diets have gotten so trendy lately. I had something I wanted to say, and you just meandered around with nothingness there for so long that I just totally forgot <laughs> what I was going to say. Was it about... Uh, I don't know where your rant started, but it's not where it finished. <laughs> My rant started about the brands. Of what? Just the brands, the different brands that stores carry. So you were talking about Kraft Mac and Cheese because you didn't see any on the shelf. And I was like, yeah, we wouldn't have that. The equivalent to Kraft would be like, I don't know, like, you know, Target has like Market Pantry. Like that's their brand. The Target brand of anything is like. Yeah. Holy shit. It's been that long since I've been to Target. I I I didn't know what store to say that you would get it. Like Walmart has their own brand too. Walmart. You know, whatever. You can buy Walmart brand, you know. No, Wegmans is huge with branding everything. With oh, yeah, Wegmans shit. has their own Dude, their ice, Wegmans ice cream is just repackaged uh, Paris. Did you know that? No, but it doesn't surprise me. Most they, of the like, store they, brands they'll tell you. Like, if you ask them, stuff. they have to tell you. Most of the stores do that. They just repackage the, the stuff. Whole Foods brand is 365. It's their own and Whole Foods. Dude, it's their own thing. 365 is actually fire, though. That's what I'm saying, I bro. I love everything. That's from why them. if there was some of that on the shelf, I, I might have made an argument for it. But Annie's is still pretty bomb. So, but three six five isn't any like that mac and cheese. But their brand is Do you fire think the overall. Three six five versions are more expensive or less expensive. Less. They're designed really? to be less than almost a okay. lot of the things. That, in the I store, usually bro. try to stick with the three six five shit because three six five is such a successful good. store brand that they didn't start out from Whole Foods. They started out as their own brand in certain. A- parts i think in new york city actually that you can walk into a store that's just called 365 and it's only their products that's pretty cool yeah i would go there so would i they have good i I always try to like if if i see something i like on the shelf i'm like oh and then usually right next to it it's like the 365 or the store brand i'm like "Hmm, maybe i should try this one first there's some some himalayan pink salt i got 365 yeah all i use yeah it's amazing they have a himalayan pink salt popcorn there probably would be good for I mean, you could just do that here. Have you noticed your sleep schedule getting fucked because of this uh, corona shit? Yes and no. Um, again, I'm still working, although I don't really work a lot of mornings because they obviously I'm just a college kid. Um, it, it's been like last night I went to bed at 1147 and I woke up at 10. That never happens to me, ever. If I go Holy to bed shit. that early, bro, I'm waking up at 8 or or, or 830 at the latest. And you're bum. Right. Wait, what do you mean I'm bum? <laughs> for sleeping in you agreed you yeah <laughs> for sleeping Wait, in, i was a bum today because if i had woken up at my normal eight bro i would have gotten my online learning college done by 10 and then if i came here at the same time i would have had buffer time in between to do something i wanted but i didn't i woke up late i couldn't decide for the life of me what i wanted to have for breakfast do i crack an egg do i do cereal do i do a danish I ended up being a danish and uh special edition saint patrick's day lucky charms i'm not proud of it a lot of sugar in that bowl but that was my fucking breakfast and then i ended up just to start the whole day late dude my diet has been going down the shitter the last couple of days my parents and molly were both like pressuring me to eat bad the other day at their house <laughs> do it <laughs> it was like all that they had i was like i can't eat this like i'm i had my well, cheat well, day well, two well, days well, ago what was made what did they make i don't even remember what was it um, was it calzone a lot of ricotta 
No. <laughs> Yo, don't fucking stereotype me like that. <laughs> you motherfucker. Uh, I don't know what it was, but it was unhealthy. And uh, yeah, I wasn't about it. And then I looked over and saw Molly was drinking a Pepsi. That's casu- where casual. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? I was like, I haven't had like casual. real. I haven't had real pop in, in fucking ten months. Like, what is going on? Um, and that's uh, the difference yeah. between you and me. Someone offers me something for free. I don't care what quality it is. It's meal. <laughs> I'm like, all right. No, <laughs> because it. of this fucking quarantine. Now I have. I'm realizing that I'm over at my parents like every other day. Just because it's the only thing to go do. It's the only people who I know are safe. Because my dad's a psycho with this shit. Like, he won't let my little brother see their girlfriends. He's, nice, bro. Dude, he's being super intense. When I walk in the house, he's like, did you wash your hands? I go, when? He goes, since you, since you walked in. Does like, it take now? your dad 40 seconds to wash the hands rather than the traditional 20? Because no, of the he, size? I have a video that I recorded two days ago of him <laughs> yelling at my little brother, Luke, telling him, I know it might be difficult for you to comprehend, but these are steps to, like, washing your hands. It involved, he said, like, 20 seconds. And, like, you turn the water up real hot if you can handle but it. I was saying <laughs> your dad's hands are large. He, Yeah, you you could argue that he would require more seconds of hand washing because he's got some mitts on him. Did your parents uh, buy into the whole craze? Did they stock up? Yep. Or, oh, they did? Yep. Interesting. Yeah, they only leave. Like, my mom's the only one, I think, who is allowed to leave the house to shop. And to, like, get things. <laughs> the one, only one that's given permission. My dad came to the barbershop the other day to get gloves. Black gloves. Latex. Bro, someone else at my... That's working at Whole Foods bought a box of barber gloves because they couldn't find anything else. The black latex ones. Mine aren't even, like, made for barbering. They're just latex. They're black. Yeah, they're just, like, yeah. most simple. I have uh, purple nitrile gloves. It's the only ones I had, but they're the same same deal. Hmm. Yeah. I've, I've found myself wearing my more expensive clothing lately, like, in the house... Just because, like half the reason I don't wear it a lot is because I'm gonna be out cutting hair, and you or don't going want to, to dinner, or like spilling food on it, or going to my parents or something. Like I'm always in situations you, you where put, it's not well, safe. And in this quarantine time, you're doing a lot more FaceTiming. Maybe you want to put on a fit. It's your only public exposure. I haven't done any FaceTiming, which yeah, I, mean I probably should be. You know, here's the thing: that, like in my life, like I only really associate with like however many like what seven people or whatever. And I see them all within three days usually. Right. And if I if you're not one of those seven people, eh. nah. <laughs> I don't really need to FaceTime. How was uh, how was your quarantine, bro? Like months later. Yeah, you know? that's how it's gonna be. Um, on this Reddit page I'm a part of about podcasting, someone started a like a, a startup. They've been doing it for a while, but obviously with what's going on, they thought they'd get the most support now. It's like a box you can buy, and you open the lid of the box and it stays open like this laptop screen, and there's a screen on it. And then there's a mic and a little stand, or it might connect to the box maybe, like an arm would, and you plug the mic right into the box itself, and it's like a it's like a remote podcasting kit, like super kit all in one. You flip it open, that connects to a, the other box the other person has, cameras are on, mics are synced into it, like, some, like something like that. So I joined the email list for it, and I was like, oh, okay. Oh, like for the first batch of them? Like I want to see what the price would be on something like that. Oh, that was my next question was what's the price point? I don't know. He said he was going to update the website or update the email list. So I have no idea um, what that would cost. I I have, I have couldn't even price it in my head. It's like novel. It's I don't know what the fuck those are going to cost. Talk about screen and camera work. I don't know. Have you noticed how many small businesses are online like blatantly being like, listen, like we're kind of fucked and like we need people to be buying like gift cards, t-shirts. Like, have you have you seen like how they're yeah. struggling? It's been like what, like four or five days? Because bro, G- gyms had to close on. So it's been a week since like gyms and movie theaters and bars had to close and restaurants. 
and it's been two or three days. Yeah, two days since barbershops and, ha- and hairstylists had right. to close and all non-essential uh, work, basically. Right. And already it's panic from, from small business. Because... Owners, including myself. I haven't put anything online yet because I haven't constructed like a f- exact plan of what I want to do. I don't know if I want to put up a GoFundMe for, for me and the other barbers or if I should just sell gift cards and tell the other guys like, yo, just put up a design like similar to mine and they sell online gift cards or if I should do like t-shirts to help support the Here's shop. What like, I'm I don't know what I should do yet. Here's what I'm thinking. I have a lot to say about small businesses, but let's focus on your barbershop first. The, uh, the first thing you can do if you feel comfortable with it is stopping by the shop and pushing. Do you get, do you get, do you, is there any products you hold that you get commission on for selling? Well, I, yeah, we, we carry Slick Gorilla products. All right, so start pushing those. And, or the one business I saw was doing, I think it was a restaurant, and you could figure out a way to do this with like number of haircuts, but you pay them 75 bucks. Whenever the restaurants are allowed to reopen, the, the certificate they send you is worth 100 at the restaurant. So it's like it matures, right? So the idea would be like if someone bu- donates a haircut to you, Let's say it's worth a haircut and shave when it when your shop reopens, or two haircuts when your shop reopens, which is like a way of, I guess, incentivizing. Like, why why should I buy a bond at this restaurant or place of business? Well, because when they do reopen, it's worth like a considerable amount. Hundred dollars at this restaurant probably is, it could probably be two meals. It didn't seem like that upscale of a restaurant. Two full meals with like full courses, the dessert, the the entree. You know, maybe you pay for it's drinks. Not bad. That covers the tip. You know. Right. So you could do something like that where it's like, hey, you know, if you buy a haircut from me now and I know you won't be able to get one until after, but when it's done, maybe it's a punch card or like a virtual punch card, it's worth two. You can come for two haircuts or a haircut and edge up. And then you might tell your clients, you know, after the haircut, come and get an edge up in a week, knock down that second haircut, you know, in a in a short span, you're back to the paying client. Yeah, people like to feel like they're being cared for by the businesses that are in trouble, which they are. But think about this: so a lot of businesses didn't have emergency con- like contingency funds. Um, obviously, no one saw this coming, except for the Chinese and our government in January. But they couldn't. You know, it's tough out there, bro. Being a small business—that's no secret. So all these places that are closing. And panicking, I don't know what they're going to do. You think they're going to band together? Like maybe like a group of restaurants that are all on the same street are like, let's figure out like a, a cooperative plan. No. I don't know what's going to happen, no. bro. I would say that that's, there's no way that happens. There's one of two things that will happen. Uh, or both at the same time. The one bar my brother works at. The government will step delivered. in oh, and help us out. Or, there's th- okay, three options. The government will step in and help us out. A bunch of people will shut down and close and they're... Lives will be kind of fucked for yeah. a couple, for years as they rebuild financially, try to open up a second. Right. Uh, it depends tent. if like they're going to be allowed to apply for like debt forgiveness during these months. Like who knows, bro? There will be some financial financial measures taken for something. small businesses, but it probably won't be enough to save everybody. Like some will. Byron, die. I don't know if it's new or not, but Byron said that small businesses are allowed to apply for this this program for grants low low interest grants to get them through this time i don't know how that works though and i don't know how they select who gets it but he was saying that on a press conference um a couple days ago the mayor of buffalo yeah i should probably look into that but yeah i think 
Wait, I, there was a third option I was going to say. I was well, The first option was that... It, the government. The government steps in, or a bunch of people get fucked. Or a bunch of people get fucked. Or the patrons of those businesses come through really strong and buy a shit ton of gift cards, buy a shit ton of t-shirts, which buy a shit ton of they, whatever. Th- these patrons who are out of work might only be able to do, maybe if one of these bills gets passed and we get like a check. All adults who make less than et cetera, et cetera, get a check yeah. in the mail. Maybe. I mean, it. We don't know, bro, because we've never been in this position before. What? What's? There is a percentage of people on? that aren't taking any pay cuts right now that are like fine. There is like some people. Yeah, it's like Amazon, for example, all their employees get a two dollar raise during this time. Yeah. Um. So do you? Because they need. Yeah. Because they so you need. You have a two dollar per hour raise right now. Correct. That's pretty sick. Um, that mostly is for warehouse workers because those are the ones really going to be. Like, every day is going to be probably hell. I think they're doing mandatory 10-hour shifts at, at Amazon warehouses. And they're probably doing, like, an insane amount of uh, overtime, too. Probably. And then for, like, grocery store workers, obviously, it's super nice for us at Whole Foods. Um, obviously, we're in a risk zone because just pe- the amount of people that just... It's the only places people can go, so they're going to go there. Like, I worked the past few days. When I see a customer, like, if I worked Friday and Sunday, if I see the same customer there on both the days, I get a little worried. I'm like... You were just here two days ago, bro. Social distancing. Get what you need and go back, bro. Yeah. I have a bad habit of only getting a couple things and just leaving and then, like, just knowing that it's I'm It's different gonna, with I'm fresh be food because I get it. It spoils, like, if you buy a bunch of fresh fruit or vegetables or, like, even, like, meat that you didn't freeze. You have to yeah. get it. I'm a big fan of just buying whatever meat I'm going to use for dinner, like, day of, putting it in the fridge and then cooking it. Like, day yeah. of. Like, think I, about I'd much even, rather do it that way. Think about, like, even businesses that aren't restaurants but still are small businesses those are going to be the ones that are going to really be hard to bounce back like like johnny's meats or like like the butcher that's not the butcher inside those big grocery stores probably had to close right so those are the ones i'm most afraid of like like antique shops or like places that don't really get a lot of i don't think they're mandated to close they might have just done it for their own reasons right but they still have to if they're private yeah but they still have to pay their bills for that space or whatever. So it's like, I don't even know. I'm sure there's going to be a business that we're not thinking of that's going to have to close its doors and me and you are going to be like, ah, oh, bro, come on. Like, it's going to be something we don't even think about. Probably something on, like, our busier streets. It's probably going to be like a Hurdle or Elmwood business that we're just not. The only positive out of this whole thing financially is that the second we get back to, like, business as usual, we're going to be packed to the gills. Like, all three of us could be book solid. You you think you're going to do overtime? Like, early morning and late hours? Yeah, but I got to charge for it now. I can't, like, just keep cutting people outside of my 45-hour work week and not charge them for it. Like, it's getting ridiculous. Like all Well, these, normal all these... employees get time and a half, usually, if they're overtime, so. Yeah, so my after-hours cuts are going to have to start costing, like, 35 minimum. Which, for those listening in Buffalo that think that's a crazy price... If you go outside of Buffalo, that's not that crazy. No, that's like a standard haircut in a lot of places. But it's also just the fact that like it's you could get a haircut from me for twenty five if you can get there between the hours of nine and seven PM. The best feature that you've implemented even is just telling people when appointments have freed up the canceled ones. Oh, dude, that's because those are usually incident, and I'm like, ooh, okay, John's getting on the, dude, on they, the hustle. They instantly get taken. Really? Instantly. That's like, like I was gonna say. That whenever you see me post on my story, hey, my 12:30 and my 2:30 just opened up because of cancellations. Who wants them? I'll post that like eight in the morning. I've never had a single one of those stay open. 
Really? Ever. That's pretty good. Ever. You should just you should just block block a time slot off as you sign up for one. And then cause to guarantee a cut, even though you don't need that, but I'm just saying. Maybe it's just the promotionary aspect that really drives people to it. They they realize, oh my God, I could get this now. I know guys who will lie about how booked up they are just to make people like panic book. Like just to make sure they could get in. Like I saw a guy oh, really? on his on Instagram saying, I'm booked about two weeks in advance. So next time you come in for a haircut, book your next two haircuts. Uh, like there, like on the spot. I looked, he was booked like three days in advance. <laughs> Why would you I I couldn't even plan that far ahead i just finally broke a huge milestone i've never been booked more than one maybe two days in advance and then the other day i was booked four days in advance which was wild but uh obviously now that's temporarily over well yeah for the time being damn they should have like a i don't know (laughs) i don't know what they should have and you said you're thinking about competing in barber well, yeah. Well, the show when it's the show in May back. that I was gonna do got, is for sure canceled. Canceled, yeah. So I don't know. Maybe the Niagara Falls one in the in the fall or the Rochester one in the fall. I don't know. I didn't know there were that many in this area. That's pretty much it. Ah, that's it for the year. <laughs> that's literally unless you want to like travel to New York City or Cleveland, well, Pittsburgh. And, you know, Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo's doing a lot more movies now, so maybe you'll get another milestone this year. You'll get your first celeb celeb cut. If I was downtown, maybe my barber who I go to, well, he's probably gonna it get d- one. It depends, bro. Maybe they're not necessarily. First of all, if you're a celebrity, you want quality, so you're not just gonna walk into anywhere. Second of all, I would say to your advantage, it depends where they want to film. Like they filmed the Quiet Place Two in Akron, bro. Yeah, but do you think they were staying in hotels out there? Or do you think they were staying? Uh, at they the might have hotels been staying. Downtown? They might have been staying short term, like if their shooting schedule, if they needed to shoot an early morning scene or a night scene. Maybe they did spend a few days there, but yeah, they probably didn't. They probably stayed at like downtown one. At the Curtis, like some five star place. Yeah, probably good ones. But maybe it won't even be an A list celebrity. Maybe it'll be like a, a B or C list celebrity that you just vaguely recognize. You're like, weren't you in that one? I think my first big time person that I'm going to cut. Would probably, probably be, be a, an athlete, bro. Just yeah, just because Buffalo athletes are like a diamond does. Like it's really not hard to cut a Sabres player or a Bills player. Like I know, I know a lot of people that cut Sabres and Bills players. Yeah. Like a lot. You should just send Eichel pictures of burst fades that you've done. No, nah, my my barber cuts Eichel. Oh really? Yeah, I couldn't. I don't want to step on his toes. I don't know that. Plus, good for your barber. Cutting Eichel's hair is not something that I particularly would love to do. <laughs> I don't think anybody would. I, I feel bad for my barber that like his most famous guy that he cuts is known for how bad his hair is. Like, I, I feel bad. It's it's really a brutal situation. Has he? Do you, I don't know how much information you know, but has Eichel been going to this guy for a lo- like a long time? Yeah, years. Oh, really? Yeah. Good for him. Like or more than a year, we'll say. Good for him. He'll give him a good haircut, but then he just won't come in for like three months. That's got to be the hardest thing about being a top-tier athlete and getting traded is finding a new barber when you relocate. Yeah, because the team ones will sometimes be trash. Like I know a barber who uh, he has like a contract to go down to the to the arena and cut sabers. Oh, really? Yeah, and That's he's like nice. not good. He could not do a bald fade that I would ever be happy with. There's no way. <laughs> There's no way. I would never be happy with it. No. Not like he's not like a bad brutal. barber, but he's not his fading game. Sabers. Isn't... He's not a, prof- a d- professional athlete level barber. Maybe he's, he's done he's so made, many. He's made for like middle aged and older men. 
Like that's his his clientele. That's what his clientele should be. And they're kids. Like maybe they're his young, young uh, kids. his thought process is well, it's under the helmet. Maybe after like <laughs> dozens of cuts he's given these guys, he's like, you know what? It's just under your helmet, bro. I don't <laughs> no, he tries. He's just from an older generation, and it, that's he should stick to his style. Which I'm sure a lot of these guys are getting like the boring like business cuts, but um, a lot of them aren't. A lot of them are getting fades and shit, so that then they have to go elsewhere, which a lot of them do. With Right, they a lot of them go to their own wherever they like. Want they go to, to my guy, or right. they go to. Maybe shout he out gives Jared at that barber Jared on on uh, Instagram. Maybe he gives certain players he doesn't like bad cuts, so they'll stop coming to him. He probably gets paid either way a flat flat price just to be the barber. Uh, maybe I don't know how that works. I have no idea. Uh, there is a contract for all that shit. Like I know the Bills have a contract with the barber sometimes, a lot of the time actually. But then I know that a recent one like ended. I'm actually I don't know if I should be talking about this, but I'm gonna anyways. I've been in talks with UB about becoming uh, their football team's barber. Like they're gonna have like a little setup in the stadium, like in the, or in the locker room. I don't would know. that be how would, would th- that wouldn't be flat rate, right? I don't know what that would be. I I couldn't tell you. I'm just I'm literally Maybe just like sending flat my flat rate to be on call plus a bonus every cut you would physically do. Who knows, bro? I don't know. I, they probably wouldn't be I that got, good. I, that sounds too good. I was to contacted me. by uh, somebody in the administration. I forget their title. And that'd be good for you. Yeah, I mean, we already cut football players and basketball players. Well, that'd be and, a nice thing you could say. Like trainers, we cut. Yeah, it'd be it'd be for sure cool. It'd yeah. for sure be like a clout thing to be able to say that we. Uh, I mean, we already cut most of the basketball coaches. About a third of the basketball team. And of like, UB? Yeah. And I don't know, like four or five football players, give or take. Not a ton of football players. We need more, honestly. And we honestly, it might be more like 10. Because sometimes you don't even realize. Because a lot of the young ones don't look like they'd be a Division One football player yet. Interesting. Um, here's what I want to bring Dude. up. What was I about about what were you gonna say? Because I was gonna bring up ESPN eight the Ocho, but go on. <laughs> is it becoming a real thing? Because well, of it is. Well, they did home? it. They did it. Watching I think they only did it for one day, and I think it was yesterday or the day before that. They probably are gonna do it again, but they they televised. And I don't know how into into this you are. Probably not at all. The MISSNGC fifty second, I believe, is twenty twenty of the year. It's just stone skipping. Yo, I would love to see that. Max Top Gun Steiner. <laughs> that's that's my boy right there. First of all, he did. I think his. I'm trying to find the stat. I can't really find it because it just got televised. His uh, his 2019 record was 18 skips, or uh, to beat out Kurt Mountain Man, but <laughs> but I saw him. I was watching it on my break, like a live um, highlight of it. And it was, he, he got a 20. I think he did a 21. And I was like, okay, Jesus there H, we bro. go. That's so yeah, without sports, that's about uh, the most exciting I thing. I would love I've to see that. And that's only because the guy shares my name. So I'm trying to find I've, the been, results thing. I've been burning through, through dabs. Like it's like, it's nobody's business. I've just been a gram a day. According to John smoke, smoke, smoke. Yeah. A gram. Th- I say three quarters of a gram to a gram a day. Somewhere, somewhere in that range. Depending on when you wake up. <laughs> yeah, and how productive I am. So, and I'm realizing that I'm going to run out before this is all over. And I'm going to use it as like a forced tea break. Like, I'm not even going to try to find more. Like I'm going to let it go. 
for like a couple weeks. You don't think you're going to get a little stir crazy? I'm for sure going to get stir crazy. I have anger problems. I'm going to get really angry. Me and my girlfriend. Anger problems? Yeah. Like what? You want to know because you've never met me sober probably. <laughs> Interesting. I'm, I'm a very angry I person. I can't wait say. for the past assault. Ask Molly how angry of a person By I am. By the time we get to episode 40, it'll be John's sober update. I can't wait for it. I'll just sound like Bill Burr. I'll just be mad at everybody. <laughs> <laughs> mad at the world. <laughs> I'll just be ready to funny. fucking go. So yeah, that's I'm gonna use this, and then the only way for me to like live, like all day, like a jigsaw like board like this is gonna no, I'm gonna have to like run a fuck ton and just work out all the time. Yeah, which I'm already planning. I'm already doing to a certain degree, but being high lets me like slack on that still and still be entertained with like doing nothing. But once I'm like sober, I'm gonna be like my my brain will be going too fast for me to not work out. You know. So you run around here. Really? Do you stay like I kind of run complex? Towards, like I run you... straight towards my old neighborhood. Oh, okay. That way. Interesting. Yeah. Do a loop, come back around, and you just get picked I up. I take the I go I go right to this one cul-de-sac and I run around the tiny little cul-de-sac and I run the same route back here and it's like a mile and a half. I told my uh, my folks about that neighborhood you're talking about your neighborhood about the arrow through the door. Yeah. And my dad was like. Fuck. Like he was like, <laughs> that's a threat, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I, like, yeah, I know. Yeah, like John's running in this neighborhood, bro. Oh, I would have. Do you wear heavy clothes when you run because you're trying to build the sweat, or do you wear like just actual like? I wear cooling? as little clothing as possible because I'm already so heavy for. So you're not like a running. garbage bag running. Running and being over 200 pounds is just a fucking nightmare, dude. It's Your hard. knees got to be screaming. Not my knees so much as just like there's a lot of like it's just a lot of like effort. To just like like when you see small to guys running, they're faster. just kind of gliding. They're just gliding. For mm. me, every step requires a legitimate amount of force to propel two hundred pounds off the ground for a second. But if like it's a little jump with it's a one footed running is just one footed jumps because you you never have both feet on the ground at the same time. It's just one. I think then you're that in the this air, explanation is way more complex. I'm saying it's and a lot the of real explanation required. is that you haven't run before. I have run before. Well, I mean, in a while. I used you know to be able to run a six thirty-six mile. Anyway, I'm not gonna even try. To, I'm not even gonna go near that number. What do you mean? I'm not gonna try to deconstruct that because I don't believe it. But I'm not gonna. You don't try believe that. <laughs> you don't believe that. No, that's actually not that hard to achieve. That's not. This most, is when I was like most playing people lacro- jogging. I was like, I was like sixteen like playing lacrosse and shit. Like that's when I. No, I know nothing. I, my brother's a runner. I, I don't comment on the running numbers. I, I don't claim to even have good numbers. I think. The last time I ran something that got clocked was the Susan G. Komen breast cancer run. This was in 2016 or 17. The la- they do it every year, but I didn't go. I don't go to all of them, or I don't run in all of them. I think I ran like a 5K in like over 20 minutes. It's like just standard. It's just average. It's like seven, eight minute miles. That's solid. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's achievable. It's nothing. That's something that usually a runner would do. Do you did you buy new running sneakers for this journey that you're on? This running no, journey. They, actually, you look at those, those gray sneakers right there. Them. Those ones. The top one, yeah, Nobles. They're like a cross trainer. They're I think they're kind of for CrossFit. Like I guess. Oh, probably. But yeah. they're there's not a ton of like they're very like supportive in the way that they're like stiff in the right way and flexible in the right way, but they're not super thick at the bottom, so they're good for like deadlifting. And like squatting heavy and like, but they're also still light enough to be good for like agility stuff. And they have a right. shit ton of grip on them. 
So and they're good for a short run. Like long running, you should probably have like running shoes. But for like mile and a half, you can get away with shoes like this because they're light and they're not anything crazy. Of course, there's the Viper Max controversy. You know about that? Vapor Max? Vapor Max, maybe it is. Yeah, not yeah. Viper. Where like My it, little it, brother has a sick pair with like kind of it looks like it has the Kanye bear on it. Oh really? They're like green and white. And there's I don't And dude, they, they, look it, they really help that much. Well, dude, all the all, all the world records right now are all held by people wearing the same right. fucking shoe. Right. So yeah, but it's it's still just a shoe. Right. It's not there's nothing electric in the shoe going on Correct. to propel you forward. There's no Isn't that crazy compressor. that you could design a shoe? It's just a better designed shoe. So I think it's fair. I think they should let it fly. But then everybody's gonna use it. Until another company could, who cares? Pop. Yeah, I guess everybody's I, using the I, top listen, shoe. Man, I'm, Three I don't years hold ago, any of the records, so I don't care. Top shoe. I don't hold any, so I don't care of these records. It only really makes a difference to the top twenty competitors in the world. It only changes your mile because it doesn't change your mile time much. It changes your fucking marathon time. What if they created a it's such a, a minute for me or you? Track. It would make it would make almost no difference. What if they created a track that the material on the track was like some kind of hyper advanced material? That formed around your feet the same way for no matter who's on the track, obviously, so that shoes were eliminated from running races. It was just barefoot. Well, I mean, that's how we were designed to run as a species right. like, originally. But were we talking last time about that? About this tribe in Mexico that like ran barefoot for hundreds of miles at no, a time, bro. ultra marathons? No, what? Oh, what? I, I read this book. Like, in, I thought we totally talked about this on a podcast previously. Maybe I was still at the barbershop. 100 miles it. a day? Yeah, they they're like have you heard of an ultra marathon? It's just like fifty or hundred mile races or two hundred mile races that are like a popular thing nowadays. And it'll take place or those like there's like nonstop ones that are like twenty four hour races. Like how many miles can you put in in twenty four 24 hours? hours? Oh, it'll be around That's like nuts, a one, it'll bro. be around a one That's mile nuts. track where you're just staring at the same shit, bro. It's terrifying. That's nuts, bro. But this this writer or whoever found this 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 tribe of native peoples in i think in mexico modern day mexico you know back then it was something else for them right. sure. and they're like one of their major traditions was kicking this ball and running as a group trying to take the ball from each other back and forth for like 50 100 200 miles like crazy so shit so they were moving forward barefoot. or yeah running like jogging like just the, kicking the ball forward it wasn't just in a like a arena or path, whatever. Path. So they were just they were going to a location, fifteen hundred miles just, away. It was just how how much like I don't even know if there was wedding involved. This is years ago that I read this shit. All I know is that they were running for like insane distances, and it's also tied very closely with how humans hunting styles pre oh like hunting pre gathering. weapons pre weapons. What we had to do was just run down animals over time. We were never we weren't faster than any of our prey really. So we had to just wear them out with distance running. So we would literally, as a pack, follow an animal, just jogging alongside of it or behind it. Like, we didn't even get a mile behind it. But the fucking thing would just pass out eventually from exhaustion. And you'd walk up to it and bash its head with a rock. And boom, you got it. You got whatever you You would think eating. that we would have way better knee and leg and toe and foot health than Here's we why do. we don't. Here's why we don't, according to this like book. Is because we've been conditioning our feet to wear shoes over the past right. couple hundred years, so now we're we're like slowly evolving into this like in between creature that's not made to be barefoot, but still not fully evolved to wear shoes all the time. Or if we are evolved to wear shoes all the time, it's 
certain shoe. It's like we're not wearing the right shoes. You know what I mean? That we haven't come to the 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 right design yet. And so when these people run in shoes, their feet get dis- they they get fucked. They get shin splints. Their knees like the, when these native peoples like when their descendants when they run, they they can't run in shoes. Like they're like they have different foot structure foot structure than us. And when we try to we try to run barefoot. For some people it works well, but for some people it really fucks them up like bad. Shin splints, too much like I'd heel be strike and all this crazy run barefoot. Shit. You don't know what's out there, man. I get it because like I remember running barefoot on like hard packed sand on the beach yeah. and feeling like it was like the fastest. I right, remember feeling like ever... I was like gunning it, bro. Like I remember having a race with my friend and being like, "This is like it feels like I'm just like gliding over." It was awesome. And we should, that was like our nightly thing when we would have this like vacation at the same beach every year. But I digress. Um, and like tracks. When you were talking about like running barefoot on a surface that conforms to your foot, when you are like on a surface that helps you like run faster, my first thing was no, not conform to your foot, just that's a little bouncier. Like um, you ever see at the, like when you're watching the Olympics and they're doing the gymnast uh, routines. Like on yeah, flat yeah, ground, yeah, yeah, right, but it's right, like right. a bouncy ground. It's a little bit of bouncy, yeah. And they can do like these huge, crazy flips that you would never be able to do on concrete or grass. That would be, I guarantee you'd break records running on that. But show. then would they point to do shoes? Do shoes take away structural differences across people's feet? Because every everybody's feet isn't the same. So what? After, let's say they had barefoot races. Would they point to oh, so and so's feet is structured better than this other person's foot? And that's what's helping them run fast. Because do shoes, like, because if you make a shoe, you have to make it to fit different feet. You just have to make it in a broad sense, well, right? Well, a lot of these guys are So, like, what would happen? Would they say, like, certain sh- foot structures are out of the A lot question? of high-level runners are wearing insoles that are custom-made for their right, feet for their the way that they anyway. run. Like, you could go to Fleet Feet, I think is the name, or Runner's Roost, one of the two, I forget. And just get it? And you, you walk on this treadmill, and you go from walking to jogging to running, and... There'll be a guy, and he'll have like sensor. He'll be watching on like a slow mo from a couple cameras or whatever, and they'll be like tracking like where your foot pressure is, and really? from that, he'll be able to either I don't know if they custom make the insole or if they have like five options and like one of them's best for you right. type thing. And like I remember my mom doing that for her running shoes, and it made a difference. And I can tell you that I, I'm like the opposite of flat footed. I have like big arches, and nice because of it. All my pressure is on the outsides of my feet, and I, I I'll like bend over my shoes on the outside, like the like the side have, of the I shoe also itself. Have wide, yes, yeah. And I also have wide I feet, so I'll break about. through shoes because of that. Like you ever see Zion Williams? Yeah, yeah, he broke Like that's through. happened to me. <laughs> I'm not fucking 280 pounds, six. And you weren't, six. you know, dunking, but yeah, but I I got it done. But it happened. <laughs> yeah. Regardless of how, it happened. So yeah. I need to like work on like using like the middle of my foot more, and I could feel like it, I had to like my calves right now are shot from my last run because I was making a conscious effort for the whole thing to run and not have all my weight on the outsides of my feet, and it required like more like flexing of my like foot, you know. Yeah, I uh, if I don't run for a while and I run to pick it up again, <clears throat> I always have problems with my calves bro it doesn't matter if i stretch them before because i i'm now i'm aware that this is going to happen so i try my i stretch like my whole leg before bro and i'm still going to have those issues because it's just not been i've heard varying opinions on like should you stretch before after both 
I hear Only that you one should of the do, two. Like I've heard so many different opinions. I've on always it. grown up, meaning, let's just say, throughout like middle school through high school athletics, all the coaches ended up pointing to the same thing, which was mobility stretching, like active movement stretching before, not like in place stretching, but like more like shoulder yeah, you, circles or like you know you kicking the foot muscle thing. right <clears throat> you gotta, and then you gotta doing it first yeah and then doing it the workout or whatever you're doing running and then after that doing either more mobility and then stationary stretches or just stationary but who knows bro like this right here like this me putting my leg up like this in this sitting position shouldn't should just be my leg but i i feel pressure in my lower back and i know that my lower back's fucked up yeah that's just bad. doing this, yeah bro. you should you should not yeah, you should not have a problem. It's with because that at I all. fucked it up. You got to go to my girl Bernice, bro. Let her let her jack How you up. How much for a session? Fifty five half an hour, ninety five for an hour. I'll She's a little more expensive than others. I think sixty an hour. Ninety five like, an hour. Yeah, I get one. I get an hour. What's more, every could other you Wednesday. Get a half, I'm in. Could you get a half hour? Is that still worth it, or should you go for the full? I've never gotten a half hour, so I couldn't tell you. But I get every other week full hours from her. I have I have a standing every other Wednesday appointment. So obviously that, not now. So you. maybe when this spills over, if she's you know still in business, I'll uh, I'll look into that. I'll do it. Yeah, she will be. She's uh, she uh, just got into it like a year ago. She was she was already doing it, but she only like started at this place a year. She'll she'll still be there. Um, she's a killer, bro. She like she'll leave you bruised. She fucks you up. It's good, like in a good way. If it's gonna help, you know, lower back issues. I'm all for it, bro. You want to go to uh, saltiest and tries? Yeah, let's do our, our end segments. These are segments, you know. Sometimes people get confused because we just casually, like, water them in. We should have a... We should work on getting... A uh, sound effect or something? Yeah, like I one... Can, yeah. Like mm. a salt shaker for saltiest. Like, just like... Yeah, I could uh, I could work with something. I got to make sure I can fair use it so it's and not, like, what, protected. What, should, what could we do for try? Well, it's community tries, technically, because technically our parent brand was, at one point, community fries. It's still a brand. It's just... In isolation, but I like the I still like <laughs> the name Community Tries to the Shadow Zone. I still like the name Community Tries, so we could just have a bunch of just we should just get a bunch of our friends to record like a just like a two second them just all saying like try it or some dumb like yeah, some try it out. Hey man, try it out like some stupid or like a harmon or like three of our musical friends like harmonizing. Yeah, but I can't get anything from them because I asked. Well, they're them, pretty fucking bored now, and they all have yeah, ways to record at their are. houses. Most of them, they are. So there, I've just I've been an absent member of that. We could just Venmo them forty bucks, and and I bet we'd get a response. We'd get a response pretty quick with the forty dollar Venmo. I I don't. We get something pretty. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Just Kevin. Let's just talk to Kevin. He's the fastest out of all of them. I would assume. He well, he probably has the most. He'd just give us something in the vault, and he has the most in the vault. Unless we wanted specifically something new that we knew what we wanted. Let's have him say like community tries, like those just community tries and whatever type of riff he wants to do. Let's have him redo everything. He has one of the voice, the fucking, what are they called? The tubes that you put in your oh, mouth? Oh, the uh, Peter Frampton yeah, thing? Yeah, he has one of those, so he could probably sick. do a lot of different effects. Yeah, I like those. But, I want uh, him to teach me how to do that shit. Why do you need to know how to do it? I play guitar. I know, but... It's it's hooked up to your guitar. I know, but why? Or, or your what keyboard. You gonna, all right. Let's uh, move on to the saltiest. Saltiest of the week. Da, da, da. There's a little thing. Um, mine is Rand Paul. Related to coronavirus, didn't think it was real, didn't think it was a threat, vetoed the uh, relief 
Act or something. The, he he no, wasn't he didn't on veto board. It. He, he didn't he, veto it. He voted against it. Voted he was, against he was it. the only one to vote against it. No, there were there was a there was a couple others. I he thought was, oh the article I read just said he was the only one. Maybe he was the only one of his party, or I don't know, but I know there were others. Um, and then he got tested for coronavirus and tested back positive. He's Republican, right? Yeah, but his. Isn't he like a libertarian? Like his dad was a libertarian, and he like he his was dad, he like Ron ran Paul, as a libertarian yeah, and then yeah. switched. Ron Paul, yeah, Ron and Rand. There's a lot of interesting history there. there why? Like why not just finish the name, Randy? Why not? Rand. I kind of like it. I don't. There's a couple <laughs> like little random names that I, like like Beto is kind of interesting. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't like the whole Beta thing. Like never really stuck to me. You know what do you mean? Like everybody calling him beta, I think it was because Trump or something like oh, referring to him as a lesser than, right? Like not not alpha. Like obviously he's not an alpha male. Like almost very few politicians are. You know what I mean? Right. They have an alpha male above them telling them what to do. Yeah, like Trump is the only like alpha male I can think of in recent history. You know, to be to rise. What to is your working power. definition of of alpha male? Just someone who takes control of a room when they walk in it. You know, who or some like obviously. The, a guy like Trump feels the need to be in control of a room when he walks in. Right. And then there's other types of alphas who just walk in. And, and based on what they do. Everybody could just feel that that person ought to be the most respected. Like, dude, I'm, This is going to sound really weird. But I'm telling you, when my dad walks in the barbershop, people who have no idea that he's the father of the owner, people who have no fucking idea, like, are paying him way more res- respect than, like, your average 40 what do you whatever mean? you're Who's like, paying him respect? Like, like the way... Like he'll like say hello to somebody, yeah, and just could like he's he's like a two hundred eighty pound guy wearing like a suit, and he's very like well taken care of as far as like like he's always shaved, he's clean, tall, he's big, slick. Those two things he's, immediately put yeah, people. Yeah, he just looks like guard. a powerful figure, and he's like formal. And he walks around with like, confidence, something lacking in most yeah, young not men's like lives, but just like mild confidence. And you could just feel it, and you just feel you're like, hey, or do I, you just feel it? Because like, you're a son. Like if I didn't know who he was, if he walked you think in, everybody else does. If I didn't know who he was, and he walked in, I'd be like, "Hey, how you doing, sir?" Like I wouldn't just say, "Hey, how you doing?" Like I, my my responses change for different age groups, and sure. even though he's like 51, I think. Yeah, he is. I just did the math in my head. He's 51. Even though that is true, I would say. There's a lot of 51-year-olds where I would just say, hey, hey, how you doing? And then, like, once you get 60, 70, then it becomes a sir, you know? Well, I'm not going to sir. I'm not sir in anybody who didn't earn the sir respect. Like, it's right. just some 70 year, <laughs> if it's just some 70-year-old on the, you know, walking down the road, like, I'm not going to sir him if he says I'll, hi. Oh, I'll sir him. Oh, I won't sir him. I'll sir him up quick. I do that based on respect, man. And it's, it, 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 it's not a – I know a lot of shitty 55-year-olds and 60-year-olds and 70-year-olds. I'm not going to sir you if you're shitty. But Rand Paul, saltiest. John, I don't know if you have one. I do. Just small businesses. I kind of went over it earlier. Just small businesses. Yeah. Just because we're the most fucked out of everybody in this whole situation, I wonder, honestly. It's, and Other than the people that have it. The small businesses. <laughs> in the rankings of people who are fucked by COVID-19, it's the people that have the virus. And then close second, small businesses. <laughs> and then, yeah, people getting blamed for how bad our response is. It's probably like third. Because they're going to get a shitstorm, bro. But like... Physical people aren't oh, getting blamed, yeah. are they? Uh, it's more no, like the it's more system. Like groups, the system, yeah. yeah. Like the CDC or, or you know, but then the it World said, Health Organization. It said Mitt Romney self-quarantines because, um, because he was in contact with Rand. And <laughs> someone quoted it and said, 
it didn't say anything about the virus in the headline. It just said Mitch Romney quarantine does self quarantine because he was in contact with Rand Paul. And someone quoted it and said, in a different universe, this is like an actual funny onion headline that they would do. Just like <laughs> being in contact with Rand Paul makes you want to self quarantine. That's funny to me. Um, but yeah, all right. COVID nineteen, we're all salty. Go away. Community Go tries. Away. <laughs> Go the fuck Go away. Go away. Um, tries. Tries. Mine is Tiger King, which is a Netflix uh, multi-part or mini-series documentary type thing. And it's about, um, it's primarily primarily about this one guy, Joe Exotic, who owns like 227 tigers. Some, some crazy amount of tigers. More than 200. Well over 200. And he has like this, like, you know, this exhibition like type zoo basically for them. And he's he's gay. And he has a... So he just has a large amount of land that he decided, like, I'm going to make a tiger farm? I guess. Does he breed? Or does yes. he only capture? Yes, he does. And oh, this is where breeds, a lot of the controversy bro. comes yeah, from. Yeah, he can't breed those. His greatest enemy, he can. His greatest enemy, because he's in Oklahoma, it's like allowed or whatever, at the moment. But he's removing And there's their... this big problem because he is battling against this chick who also has a fuck ton of tigers. Not as many, but a lot. And she used to breed back in the 90s, but now she's like pretending to be the Mother Teresa of big cats and being like, hey... Fucker, you need to stop breathing. You're you're e- breeding or breathing, whatever. Breeding. You're what you're doing is fucked up. You're you're abusing animals or whatever. Meanwhile, her conditions at her place are just as bad, if not worse, for the tigers. But she the only difference is she's not breeding them. Right. Even though she used to be a big cat breeder. She I only, should also I should also add that there are other big cats at all these premises. She only captures? Tigers. No, she's like a rescue. She's a rescue. Yeah. Okay. But that's technically what they all are to different degrees. Right. And then they talk. There's other ones, too, that they're referencing. There's one uh, Doc Antle's place, it's called, or whatever. What? Who are these people, bro? He is the supplier for, like, all these big movies. He Okay, so that makes more sense to me. And he has a bunch of, he has, like, this harem of women that are, like, really hot, like, 20-something-year-olds that he gets when they're, like, 17 or 18 and, like, almost like virgins and just, like, grooms them into his wives. He has, like, five wives, basically. What? Yeah. Bro, yeah. Where is this located? Where is they're Doc all, Antler's they're place? They're all across. That sounds like an evil video game character. None of them are too close to each other. Are they in the same state? No. Oh, okay. So you said one was in Oklahoma. Yeah, that's where I think Joe Exotic is. Oh, okay. Joe Exotic. He's, he's the Doc main. He, he's Joe Tiger Exotic. King. He's what? the main guy. Is Joe he, Exotic has his, the most cats out of everybody. His conditions or his breeding is what the other ladies having a problem with. Yeah, but his conditions so, are still bad. And then part of the drama of this whole thing is that he allegedly. And he goes to prison for paying somebody to, to kill her. And oh, so this is almost documentary style. And he's also like a super redneck and super gay. Has a husband and like, but like everybody's like missing teeth. Everybody's like looks like meth heads. And has Why like don't we let piercings. these people can have large cats? Dude, it's crazy. The so whole when you thing say, is just insane. So when first of all, it's like more documentary style, right? Not like reality. It's a limited series. Yeah, it's a limited series. When you say he breeds them, does that mean he's letting any tiger in his? land if they get jiggy with it he's he just lets them have the baby or is he focused like i want these two to breed i want these two to breed like how is how does that work they don't get into specifics when it comes to him like selecting males and females to pair together but they don't cage them all together at all okay there's a lot of them are together like a ton of them are they're always in groups they're rarely like one just like single ones how do they feed but i'm sure that they make cage pairings based off of like a pair like a male female why not do they, they sell s- to private buyers? 
Yes. And oh, okay. I misspoke earlier when I said that it is allowed. It was allowed up until like X year. Yeah. And then they ch- it changed. So we had to stop. And the okay. old, but he's still breeding them. Right. Or like they're still breeding. Right. But he's just not allowed to sell them. So there's like people alleging that uh, the one guy, Doc Antle, who supplies all the movie ones, who's like the most famous with the harem of right, chicks. Right, 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 right. A lot of people accuse him of like killing cubs after a certain age because you can't have people like pay to come pet them once they're after a certain age because they get dangerous. That's how they make most of their money. Like a bunch of these guys, it's just petting. Like they'll just go to malls. They'll really? go to fucking malls, dude. Yeah, in the nineties they were. And now it's they can't. Now they can't. Inter- bro, that's yeah. Now shit's not allowed. Do they much. show you how do they do? They buy a ton of food for them. Like they eat. Yeah, that's another part of it. Is that like there's they talk about how uh, it's like expired meats and stuff, Ugh. or or the workers will just get to choose off the meat truck first, and it's already expired stuff, and then like the rest of it goes to the tigers. They go through like like tens of millions of dollars of of uh, that's meat a wild, year. bro. It's insane. It's absolutely. It's the whole thing is just crazy, start to finish. And there's yeah. like I think seven episodes, like half hour piece. It's pretty um, wild. My tries. I have two. I have a backup one, but I'm just going to... I've, I've been giving a lot of movie recommendations. Um, my tries is during this quarantine, you're at home anyway. You're, the only place you can go is a grocery store, so I know you're going there. Everybody, everybody should use this opportunity to learn basic kitchen skills, bro. Find a recipe. Oh, I've been cook cooking it. a fuck ton lately. Because you know just as well as I do... That the number of people, I'm not talking make a souffle or make something crazy. Just the number of people who know, who know basic kitchen maneuvers as just decreasing every year, every single year. I can even say personally, I barely knew how to cook like a year ago. It's not, and you're just, you're not a chef. You're just basics, bro. Yep. Right? So it's not that hard. And I've worked in me. kitchens. Like I, I only a- knew what to make in like those certain kitchens. I never applied it at home, ever. Because right. putting in the effort to make sure you have like nice sharp knives, a, a solid like fixed cutting board that's not just like a hunk of plastic. Right. Making sure that you you know have like a meat thermometer and like a nice pan, like the non. Have a general amount of spices. Like in it, your house. it takes like a, over a hundred dollars of you know equipment just to, just for the very very basics to be like well but made. It's, it's well worth it, and it pays for itself when you're not eating out all the time. A hundred percent. But also, and you can afford to have really nice meals at home right. when you factor in how much you were spending on takeout all the Plus, time. Plus, you could be like. What do I want to eat today? And like plan that that's what you're going to have. Like a lot of times some people are like, well, they're just sitting around and they want to go out to eat and it takes them forever to decide. And then they're not even sure if they want to eat that. You have more options. Even. I know what I'm eating the day before now. I know I'm having yeah, steak you for dinner pull and chicken the, for you lunch. Like crap I crap out to thaw. Yeah, because I have a ton of meat in my freezer and I'm always pulling it out and dethawing it in the, in the fridge. I never dethaw anything in like water just because I'm always thinking yeah. like what's my next I used What's to three be, meals from now going to be? And I'm not saying that I eat, I cook every day, because I certainly don't. And for me, the definition of cooking is, like, anything more than just heating up. Like, I will certainly have quick meals of, like, a chicken patty or, like, something that I just is quick because I either don't have the time to make something or didn't plan on it or school. You know, I'm in college. School got in the way. But if you have the time now, you should definitely try. And two is that you don't have to do, like, the argument that, you don't have to cook because your lives are so busy. There are thousands of recipes out there that are tw- like 20 minutes. Not even, bro. Dude, I can cook a steak better than, than a steakhouse restaurant would 
in less than 25 minutes easily like start to finish done right like a, like a thick one and a half inch t-bone two two thick one and a half inch t-bones fucking perfect medium rare yeah they don't take long to cook not at people all people think that it takes so long and then there's also a bunch of chefs Big chicken you can do really easy recipes that are designed to be quick like i was telling you the other day when you came into the store that i made that pasta i made this like sauce um, that was a Gordon Ramsay recipe that was designed to be made quickly, and it took um, 25 minutes, like nothing. The longest thing that it took was boiling the pasta, bro. And if you really want to maximize or, I guess, minimize your time in the kitchen and maximize your efficiency, get yourself a fucking air fryer. Oh, oh yeah, air fryers shit, are, bro. They will pound change the through game. everything. They do make crispy, like if I'm putting chicken drumsticks or chicken breast in my air fryer compared to the oven... Crisp, no. Anything you need crispy Better. that you want to stay moist, yeah, like on the inside, right? You need to put it in an air fryer. You need to bake chick, dude. I literally will just take chicken, raw chicken out the fridge, pound it out, olive oil, salt, pepper, throw it right in the fucking right in there, bro. Like, that's literally it. Like fourteen I, minutes, which is maybe. Like, Not obviously, even. you could doctor that up and make it taste better right. than how it's going to taste. Marinate it. That still tastes good, good right. enough for like a quick twenty-minute meal to have like legitimate healthy baked chicken. You can also, mouth. depending on like, what size crazy. you have, or like yours, which I believe has like multiple shelves, right? Uh, they're for different things. Okay. So you can't like use them both at the same time. You couldn't put vegetables on one? No. But you could put a piece of chicken and vegetables next to it? Yes. Okay. So because you, it's such a big rack. It is a big rack. So depending on the size and depending on what you're doing, you could put multiple things in one barrel. Yeah, I bought one of the bigger ones, like probably the second or third are, biggest one two. you could even buy. Like John's is legitimately, it looks like a small oven. Yeah, but the ones that are generally in circulation, that they're cheaper and they're just more—they're actually they're smaller. They actually work better as far as like accuracy goes because they're like so condensed and small. And they're yeah, made to, they're made they're to like, use like they one look piece of like R two D two, just his head, like just around and then kind of squared off. And kind of looks like one. a psychedelic coffee machine, yeah, or a futuristic coffee machine. They usually all have quote touchscreen just to make them more like fancy. Yeah, and tech. Just a little drawer you pull in and out. Th- those are. Uh, Mine Those just looks like a bad. toaster oven, really, but it's like a fucking kick-ass it's mean, toaster bro. oven. It's mean. It looks like it wants to hurt. Me. I love it, dude. I love it. But yeah, I haven't used my oven since getting it, and I don't plan on it. Unless you have to. Unless you were doing Unless something big. To. Like if you were, you know. Like like tonight when I make the steaks, the way I do them is I uh, sear them on a, uh, what's the type of pan I use? That thick one? The cast iron? Cast iron skillet. I, uh... Sear them on there, and I put that right in the oven at 375 until the internals at uh, 120. And I couldn't fit, obviously. I couldn't fit that no. skillet in there. So I'm going to have to use it tonight, but that's it. But that's not bad, bro. That's yeah. literally the only situation I can think of where I would use that. Or if I'm baking for a fuck ton of people, which I literally never do. Or baked goods. I would, If you were making cookies for some reason, I wouldn't throw them in there. I would throw them I in would. there. I would. I wouldn't. It has bacon. All, it has all the different settings. Um. I mean, maybe for yours, not for the general circulation ones. Like the general, like the ones most people oh, have. Oh, like yeah, yeah the R2-D2 yeah, style, yeah. But no. if yours is big and looks like a toaster oven, then you can for yeah, sure use yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's an oven. I mean, yeah. air fryers really are just ovens. They're just directed heat, though. Like the, even the small ones, all it is is like a fan that blows the air at whatever is Down in the basket. Onto the, yeah. yeah, I've noticed on mine, like does yours, do you, do you have to flip everything because the bottom just uh, does not cook? It depends what it is because... Like, the cheap stuff, like patties or nuggets or just snacks um, that aren't potatoes, 
for potatoes, I shake them in the basket, like to just move them around. But for like chicken patties and stuff, not really, because that metal basket gets hot enough where it's doing the same thing underneath. It's cooking. Yeah, so you have a real air fryer. Mine is like a kind of a cross, and it makes it so that you only get that air fryerness coming from the top. So they're all everything from, you do, you have to flip. They're all from the top. And I would recommend flipping everything just because you'll ensure that they both get crispy. But for certain things, like I said, it's usually just the cheap stuff that cooks anyway. Like the taco that I made for you earlier. Yeah. Only the top was crispy. The rest was still warm. Yeah, but that was better because it was a taco. Right. They yeah. fit. I didn't even flip that because it fit that way. That was better because you want that. It was, that was still a, a that was a, Wasn't that a killer shell? It was a killer shell. Yeah. What kind of shell is that? No, I'm just saying like, like the where, way I prepared it. Yeah, but, like, Oh, okay. They were, they, were just from, good they were just from Molly's parents. I have no idea what color. They were like really normal looking shells. They yeah, didn't normal. Look. They're flour tortillas, but I, I don't know. This quality was pretty good. Yeah, but instead of just wrapping them around, you know, meat and cheese like I normally would for a taco, I'll, after I do that, I'll throw them in the air fryer like on hot and just, you know, kind of get the top Go golden. To town. It's nice. You slice them in half, it's solid. All right, that's our show for today, folks. Fucking <laughs> air fryer. Uh, this has been past salt. Podcast, find us everywhere podcasts are listen to Apple Music, Spotify, are the main ones. Obviously, rate, subscribe, tell us what you think, spread the word, retweet us. We'd love a retweet. Um, and uh, we'll see you next time. <laughs>